you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Good Morning Football! Hey everybody, happy Friday. This is Good Morning Football presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky live in New York City. It's February 2nd. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There's Kyle. Brant, Jason McCordy, and Ryan Leaf oh, at the table right. filling in. Hi, everybody. Ryan, how you doing? I'm good. I'm out of the dungeon of uh, diapers and baby spit-ups. So, uh-huh. yeah. Great. Yeah, Perfect. Good. We're uh, Happy to be glad here. that you changed, right. showered, and arrived here at the show. Yep. If you could have participated in Pro Bowl games, would you have in your career? Games. As a player, yes. The I games think, as they are now. Yeah. Competitively as athletes, we just, you know, especially things like that, no matter what, outside of the game that we play, I, I think you want to compete. Mm. Uh, Hell yeah. And, and so that would be, I think that would have been a lot of fun. And they're, they're child's game, you know. It's like, you know, your kids. Mm-hmm. People forget how, you know, emotionally immature professional football players are. You know, we're stunted. <laughs> so these types of things are an amazing time for everybody to do. They love the kid games. Yep. And one of these years we're going to have hopscotch and they're going to go nuts. They're going to absolutely love it. They loved it last night. So you I'm, should see CD. He was awesome. Loved it. Uh, I'm definitely going. It's a free trip, free family trip mm-hmm. to True. Orlando. Yeah. So sign me up. There's probably free drinks and everything. So I I'll think yeah. do a potato sack race uh, next year. Tie some legs okay. together and just sure. start running across lines. Uh, it was awesome to watch last night, but we have Super Bowl to talk about. Yeah. Oh. Time for the lead block. Lead block. Nine days from Super Bowl 58, 49ers Chiefs in Las Vegas. And if you're wondering, what are these players doing until kickoff on Sunday? Patrick Mahomes gave us a little insight yesterday. We're pretty locked in this, I mean, both weeks, but you're really locked in this week. You want to make sure you get the whole game plan in, get all your questions asked and answered. So next week when you're reviewing, you can just go on the fine details that you might not have the chance to, to do in a regular game week. And so I'll have that mindset all, all through practice. I'll make sure the guys have the same mindset. All right, game plan being installed. Uh, both Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy, they've been able to find the end zone in the playoffs. It's a much bigger sample size for Mahomes. They both have put up right around 30 points in each postseason game. So if Super Bowl 58 goes the way of a, ooh, would we be so lucky, a shootout, do we think Brock Purdy can outduel with Patrick Mahomes down the stretch, Ryan? Well, I think, of course, we can. I mean, he's proven that 
in two years, he's gone to back-to-back NFC championships. Four years from now, you could make the argument that he could be in six consecutive mm. NFC championships to start his career. Very reminiscent of what Patrick Mahomes has done. So that is something that it's very evident that could happen. One thing he's got going for him, he's got more talent on the football field than what Kansas City has, especially at the skill position player at position. you got George Kittle, you got uh, Debo Samuel, you got Brandon Ayuk, and of course you got Christian McCaffrey. And then also, you have Kyle Shanahan, who... If anybody's going to rival Andy Reid in terms of leverage, numbers, and just scheme and play calling, it's Kyle Shanahan. So all of those things fall in favor of Brock Purdy being able to outduel him if they get there. The question is, can he? I question whether they should even be here after the two performances against the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers, mm-hmm. who both let him off the hook. Mm-hmm. Still, he's clearly shown he's in a very elite group of quarterbacks in this league and what he's been able to do so early in his career. We haven't talked to you in a while, Rye. Like, th- there, was, there was takes on takes there. Oh, God. Still. Are you, yep. you, you have some animosity towards the Niners or, like, some kind of disdain? Like, what are you doing here? You should have lost twice? What's going on? Yeah, I, I, I don't think they belong there right now. Mean? The performance against Green Bay, I chalk up to a youth of Jordan Love at the end of the game and some yep. of the mistakes he's yeah. made. But in the Detroit one, it's, I mean, I just can't get over the decision-making by the coaching staff and kicking the, not kicking the yeah. field goal at the, uh, the start of the second. If they attempt that field goal and make it, I believe they're playing Kansas City in uh-huh. Vegas. Uh-huh. I just do. I think it extends, it changes the game in a completely different manner. But unfortunately, it's not for Detroit Lions fans. And every uh-huh. 30 years, you go back. So, you know, it's going to be a long <laughs> every time. Every 30 years. You know, <laughs> until it happens again. Ruthless. They found ways to win. And yep. I'm a huge Brock Purdy fan, and I'm done arguing with everybody else around sure. this, that, or the other. Now I just look at him and I go, you're an idiot. That's just <laughs> all I do, and I'm done with it. He's special. Patrick is special. This is a, a game that could be very reminiscent of last year. Two really great quarterbacks going mm-hmm. up against one another on the biggest stage there is. Mm. I love that. And you said that they found ways to win. And you look at these two offenses, you're saying, can Purdy outduel Patrick Mahomes? And for the entire season, including the playoffs, the 49ers average a touchdown more than the Kansas City Chiefs offense. It's not just the quarterback position. They've been able to do that throughout. And, Ryan, you mentioned it. The weapons that are on the 49ers, you look at what they have surrounding Brock Purdy, and you say to yourself, all right, possibly Kelsey, but they have Kittle. So I don't know if there's anybody on the Kansas City Chiefs skill position that I would take over what the 49ers have. And Brock Purdy has two comebacks in the playoffs that are so impressive. So you say, of course he can. But at the end of the day, there's no way I'm going to go against the other baby face killer, the guy who's rocking the dad bod, who's throwing kicker tees (laughs) off the football field. Patrick Mahomes throughout this playoffs, the last two rounds, you're saying, all right, go ahead and pick. Who do you think is going to win? I'm like, oh, Buffalo. I think they're going on the road. They're going to have to beat Josh Allen in his home. No, they can't do that. Then they have to go the next week to Baltimore, where Lamar Jackson's had such a terrific year. I'm like, this Kansas City Chiefs team is just different. I don't think they have that makeup in them. Patrick Mahomes has beaten and outdueled all the quarterbacks throughout the playoffs this season. That included Tua Tungabailoa, whose offense was averaging the most points in the NFL. They had to come to Arrowhead. They went home. That included Josh Allen of Buffalo Bills, who are on an incredible winning streak, mm-hmm. went into their house and said, hey, go home, enjoy the Super Bowl when we're playing it. And the same for Lamar Jackson just a week ago. So nothing against Brock Purdy. He's had a terrific year, good quarterback, all of that, blah, blah, blah. I'm not picking him over Patrick Mahomes if we're going to say it's going to be an absolute shootout. Patrick Mahomes is clearly the better quarterback in this matchup, and I would say if it comes down to that, I'm going to have to roll with Pat. By the way, I was spending some time with that dad bod picture last night of Mahomes. It just kept coming up on my feet. Yeah. That's not a dad bod. Like, if, you. if you want to see a dad bod, I'll show you one. It's dad bod season. It's January. Yeah. We've all been drinking and eating and for like issues. three months. It's disgusting I had right issues now. with you guys take yesterday. because What was that? I'm okay with the dad bod, but yeah. no one strives for the dad bod. They strive for the beach bod. 
lot. If you fall somewhere in the middle, all good. Like, love life, have fun. Jason, you're, you're, he never has to worry about that. I know. You, you're not even that has a conversation. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. you're playing a different hand. Yeah. You have so much credibility at this table, except when it comes to that. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. Like, you're just, you're an alien. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we're trying to talk football. You should True. see what's underneath Jason's jersey. It's True. ridiculous. And he's he eats like crap. He barely works out. Yep. I'm telling you, he says he, does, he doesn't work out. Jason, you're so full of it. Most are handed the dad bod. Jason just has the beach bod naturally, so you disqualify from the argument. Mm -hmm. Why don't you get a dad bod? Let's see how you yeah. look in that thing. Why don't you okay? try so hard to get a dad bod? I bet you can't. Your body no won't one, even let no you. No one tries to get the dad bod. <laughs> You'll be the first. What are we talking about, Brock Purdy? Yeah. Uh, yes, uh -huh. okay. Yeah. If the Chiefs have 38 points in this game, do we think the Niners are in it? That's the question. Mm -hmm. I think maybe the thing I'm worried about with Brock Purdy is, of all the great things he's done, and all the football, and all the winning he's done, there really hasn't been that shootout against a veteran quarterback where they win 37 to 34 and to a lot of his credit because they blow people out. I just haven't seen that and since maybe last week is the only time. Yeah. Like he, he beat Jared Goff. He played a really good second half and a really bad first half. But I'm just to this point with the Super Bowl. I'm like, guys, if you get down 17 to the Chiefs, you're done. You're going to lose by 25 points. They, the Chiefs defense is way too good. They haven't given up 30 all year. It's just not what they do. Now, Mahomes hasn't been in a big shootout this year either. Like, they don't get to 30 True. points. They're chill too. But he's Mahomes. And he's got skins on the wall. And, like, if he needs to get to 70, Mahomes will find a way to get to 70. I don't want Brock Purdy in a shootout. I don't want the Niners and Chiefs defense to just show up flat and be like, well, now it's your turn, Brock. Now it's your turn, Patrick. It's not going to work. I like him. I think he can put up points. But we have never seen him in, like, remember the crazy Mahomes golf game in the Coliseum five years ago? Yes. Like, that's one of the greatest games ever played. I, I don't know if Brock Purdy has that in him. I really don't. I hope he does because I'm rooting for him. But I think if the Chiefs have a three in front of their score, I think they're winning. I just don't think the Niners are built that way. I don't think you want them to get there. Let me put you on the spot. In yep. that game ahead, Goff Mahomes at the mm -hmm. Coliseum, do you think you would have had an opinion of Jared Goff like, oh, he can hang in a shootout because he's talented and he's a first overall pick? Like, You think Goff had it then? Not yet. It's a good question. Okay. But like that was part of the, like the McVay magic too. And, like, he, they were rolling. But you're right. Goff was young then and he had not really done that much yeah, so that's he beat him. It kind and they did. And Goff won that game. It kind of goes in the vein of like, do we have to see it in order to believe Good that point. it can happen? It's true. So, it's a like, question of faith, Jamie. Exactly. <laughs> that's where I go. Anyone who's played a pickup game of anything, I always go to basketball. Sometimes you walk into a gym and you're like, assess, you know, assess what's going on. And you're like, Okay, I can hang here. Brock Purdy, he's been assessing, and he can hang. I had to come up with a list of the names of quarterbacks that maybe he hasn't outdueled in a shootout. He's beaten these guys. He has beaten Dak Prescott twice. He beat Tom Brady in his first start, all the way to Goff last weekend, and so on and so forth. Those are some names. In fact, yesterday it made me think how we were talking about Josh Allen and the quarterbacks yep. that he's beaten in the postseason. Not great. Not the most impressive list. That wouldn't really be full screen worthy. Yeah. This one is when it comes to Brock Purdy. So we haven't seen it yet, and I think he gets a knock for being the last pick in the draft and being this unassuming quarterback. Just because we haven't seen him do mm. it against Patrick Mahomes doesn't mean he isn't capable of doing mm. it. So I think you shouldn't disqualify him just based on that. I've labeled it now. It's called draftism. And it's oh, it, 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 it really is. It's, yeah. it's a it's a about the understanding, and I was a number two overall pick, so I had it in the reverse. Like, I got opportunity after opportunity. Reverse draftism. Yes, reverse draftism. And as you see in that moment, when you get that third or fourth opportunity, it's because I'm six foot five and 240 yeah. pounds, and I can throw it through a, a brick wall, okay? Those are the things, and scouts can never be slapped around wrong, okay? <laughs> right. You know, we were right about Leaf. He was the problem. There's some truth in that. But I will say this, too. Brock Purdy, they are like, we were right about him. He was not a guy that should have been drafted high. So we cannot give him the 
flowers that he truly deserves. So it, it, it makes sense. Scouts can yeah. never be wrong. Scouts are wrong all the time. <laughs> well, let's go to the guy that gets a lot of flowers, even at this table. Patrick Mahomes may have his hands full with the Niners defensively, specifically with that character, Nick Bosa. Bosa was asked about the Chiefs O-line yesterday. Just take a listen to his response. about Taylor and Smith when you watch them uh, on film. Taylor's, I think, leaves the NFL with a ton of penalties. Anything stand out when you watch them? They hold a lot. It's a good take. <laughs> Sometimes, statistically, that proves it right. Some would qualify that as bulletin board material from Nick Bosa. What do we think of this early commentary? <laughs> Well, there's always bulletin board material, no matter whether you make it up or not, you know, or how much yes. you elevate it to the taller points of that bulletin board. Mm -hmm. I will say this about offensive linemen and offensive line coaches. Throughout my history, they've told me two things that have been as evident as possible, right? Okay. If you ever get in a fight, do not punch anybody with your hand right. or punch the helmet. Grab the face mask, get the helmet off, and you beat them with it. That's how you do it. That's what the offensive line coach taught us, all right? And I've Made that very clear. I've never punched anybody with my right hand. Helmets came off in practice, sure. and they were getting swung around. All right, the second thing is, if you have to hold every single play, hold every single play. No one is going to touch our meal ticket back mm -hmm. there, okay? And so they're not going to call it every single time. So if I was an offensive lineman for the Chiefs, I would take this as fodder. I'd put it on the bulletin board. But my answer to the media would simply be like, hey, he ain't wrong. No mm. one's go I'm, I'm going to hold on to anybody and everybody I can because no one's touching 15 back there. I absolutely love Nick Bolsa saying it. It, it is Super Bowl week. Let the trash talk begin. Nick Bolsa's obviously player of the year and all of that defensive on the defensive side. And he's a really good player. And for the Kansas City Chiefs, they're looking at this and they're just like, the hell with Nick Bolsa saying? We've been at the very top of the league. We don't give up sacks. And for Bolsa, this is what the 49ers have done throughout the season. Get after the quarterback. The only issue, it hasn't happened a ton in the playoffs. They only have two sacks in the playoffs and both of those came last week against Goff and Bolsa had both of them. But just the trash talk in general, this is what I'm I'm here for. I want to hear Jawan Taylor and now mm -hmm. Donovan Smith. They have to respond now to what the Nick Bosa soundbite sounded like. And what I love about Bosa is just always so chill. Long drawn out question, and it's just like they hold a lot. <laughs> I, I have nothing to say about them other than they hold. Forget That's about true. any and everything else. I love it. Also, I think we have a new record that, that when you get when you start to approach the Super Bowl, eventually somebody says something that's a soundbite. Mm -hmm. Eventually, like I remember a long time ago, Bill Cowher was a Steelers coach. It was the Steelers Seahawks Super Bowl, and they had kept them quiet and quiet. And then, like three days before the game, Joey Porter finally just completely called out Jeremy Stevens and ripped him <laughs> apart. And Cowher's like, "Look, I kept him quiet as long as I could. I know he was going to speak eventually." You get asked the same questions over oh, and over. Eventually, oh. there's a soundbite. We don't usually see 10 days out from the Super Bowl. This might true. be a new record. Can research find, has there ever been farther out from the Super Bowl? We got the bulletin board material. And has anybody, anybody who's posted it ever been more right? Nick Bosa's completely right. They do hold a lot. <laughs> it's like he's dead on. Bring up the stats. The Chiefs hold like crazy. Those are the most offensive holding penalties and forced. They lead the league. Them, Cowboys, Dolphins, Bills. If you look up the top 10 players who commit holding penalties, the Chiefs have three of the top 10. They hold. Ryan, they listen to you. They're like, no one touches Patrick. I don't care what I have to do. Now, you might say, maybe get in the, in the, in the practice field and work on your strategy a little more and maybe block a little better so you don't have to. But they hold like crazy. And Bosa's right. And I think Bosa is still a little bit pissed because the Wasp play from fourth down five years ago when they lost, 
Bosa still thinks he was held on that play, and a lot of Niners fans agree with him. So this is scar tissue from the last Chiefs Super Bowl, too. They do hold. I don't know if what you do is, like, on the first play of the game, you just hold the bejesus out of Bosa to just piss him off, but they will. The like fishing is going to play in this because they do hold, they will hold, and Bosa has takes on it. Let's go. And Listen. 10 days out, right? So 10, 10 days out. So 10 days record. out. But he sets it straight 10 days out now. Now it's Look fodder. holds. Now it's fodder. Mm. Now the officials who right. are supposed to be outside the bias, you know, they just they hear the noise. Great call. Like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Great point. Okay. Take a look Great at point. It. It's easy to take a 10-yard penalty when your quarterback is back from Mahomes. He can just immediately negate it, perhaps, the next play. <laughs> maybe. So maybe that's their theory. Sometimes it's really hard doing this job to be able to transition from topic to topic, but I just look at Kyle Brand's jersey, and I'm like, what are we doing here? And what's with the throwback, and what are we go- where are we going next? 13 Pro Bowls for Jerry Rice. This 13. is the 1995 Pro Bowl after he had won the Super Bowl with Steve Young in the 94 season. We have dodgeball to get to, and I mean that. They played it last night. NFC defense against like- AFC offense. CD Lamb, it's tough with the receivers. You throw it at them, they catch it. They, they better. So they win, and there was all kinds of emotion. But let's hear from CD with our guy, the legend, Cam Wolf. CD, right off the dodgeball arena, you look like you were taking all the, all the kill shots. Take me through the dodgeball game and your vision. Having fun. It's all about having fun, obviously, being with these guys. But uh, definitely wanted to be the aggressor. It was fun. I'm glad my shots was hitting and they were accurate. What was it like be- taking it back to dodgeball? Were you a dodgeball player as a kid? Like, did you take you back to the middle school days? Absolutely. You said it right. Middle school on Fridays. PE, we knew it was time. We knew it was time. But, uh, yeah, no, nah, I-, I felt like a kid out there having fun with a bunch of great guys. That's what the Pro Bowl is all about. It looked like a little trash talk there, people talking out there on the dodgeball. It's always trash talk when you got competitors out there. And um, offense versus defense, I like offense all the time. So I, it's job. funny what you say about wide receivers, Kyle. Like, you throw it at them, they're going to catch it. And yeah. if they don't, it's kind of indictment on, like, how they're doing as wide receivers. That was fun to watch that game. It was a lot of fun. I'm watching Derrick Henry last night, and he just looked like a high school kid <laughs> playing dodgeball. <laughs> like, why is he so big without pads on? Uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. Both all, both my kids, were we were sitting there. Just watching it, they loved it, so we had a blast last night. It's it's fun to see, and then it's fun to see the interview afterwards and like the actual analytical process. Like CD's like, I tried to come out aggressive, yeah, you know, breaking it's dodgeball, down. you know, <laughs> it's dodgeball. But it's true. I, I I wanted to come out aggressive and take it one corner. throw at a time, yep. right? You know, yep. we'll, we'll get the job done. Yep. I loved it. I, I loved how serious they took yeah. it. Yeah. There's a couple guys who were like, hey, we're playing dodgeball. And then Amon Ross like, wham! Like as fast as <laughs> yeah. he could. As high, they go for the win. It's really fun to watch. The CD throw where he knocks somebody out and then his subsequent celebration, he turned around like that nap that he had with Dak Prescott yeah. was like as if they were playing in an NFC title game mm. at that point. Well, um, it's the closest thing they've ever gotten. Ryan, Talk about it, Ryan. the words right out of my mouth. Still to come on Good Morning Football. All coaching seats. If you were playing that game, musical chairs, thank you. They've been filled. Bill Belichick remains standing without a coaching job. We're going to break down the latest on the coaching front in a minute. Plus, we're going to look back at the last time the Chiefs and Niners met the Super Bowl. There's a lot of looking back on this game, as it should. It was a great game. It's the same two coaches. The quarterback's a little different. But how did this go down? It could have gone down the same way this time. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back to the Good Morning Football program. We are nine days from the Super Bowl. And these two teams last played. Here we go. Bad Boys for Life. Mm. Extending the Bad Boys franchise. The Box by Roddy Rick. Anybody familiar with that song? Roddy Rick. That's how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sounds catchy. Yeah, you'll know it. Rock was 20. He was a sophomore underclassman at Iowa State. And look at Rasheed Rice, 19 years old, freshman at Southern Methodist. Can I get The Box by... How do you say Roddy, Roddy Rich. Rich? Roddy Rich. Roddy oh, Rich. Roddy We're Rich. not allowed to yeah. sing songs on this show, yet Jason just do it. The song, <laughs> the song starts like that. As soon as it comes on, yeah, it's good. you start bobbing Hey, I remember my youngest daughter, she was two, and she knew the sound. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's like in the clubs. Like, mm, mm, like yep, that. You hear that. Yeah. Roddy Rich. I like yeah. your work. I'll, I'll look into it. Yeah. Four years ago, uh, today, exactly, the Chiefs met the Niners in Super Bowl 54. We know it was a long time ago. My God, so much exposition. Jimmy Garoppolo. Come on, baby. 23-5 and five as a starter. Mahomes scored 86 points in two games in this postseason combined before this. But wait, they're down 13 to 10. Freddie Warner with no hair. That's how long ago it was. How about that? Now his entire back jersey is covered by his hair. Mahomes, remember the Chiefs were not sharp in this game. They were losing for most of it. Raheem Mostert, Mostert. currently in Orlando, Florida, representing the Dolphins. And still scoring touchdowns. Still scoring touchdowns. A fantastic player. Tyron Matthew on the sidelines all pissed Mm. off. Most of the game, it looked terrible for the Chiefs. And then that sweet fourth quarter, Shanahan, Lynch, at Al. Fourth and ten, the rush closes in. Jimmy tries to make a desperation throw, and the Chiefs are champs. Remember, this was a big deal. The Chiefs had not won a Super Bowl in decades and decades. They hadn't had the success. Yeah. If they win this one, we'll be like, yeah, it's the Chiefs. This was kind of cool. Andy didn't have one. Mahomes didn't have one. Andy, I mean, it was amazing that they did it. Confetti, Lombardi. Chiefs beat the Niners in a strange come from behind 31 to 20 game. Do we have sound following the highlight? I bet we do. It only says pause, so I'll just do a blind faith go to sound. Man alive, how great is that? Hey, how about those Chiefs? This team, we have heart. I mean, that's just from day one. Coach pushes us to be the best people that we can be, and we never give up. And uh, I think those guys around us, the leaders that we have on this team, they have that mindset that we never give up, and we're going to fight until the end. This one is for Kansas City. This one's, this one's for the Chiefs kingdom. Everybody have been waiting for 50 years. I love y'all. I'll forever be a part of Kansas City for the rest of my life because of this, man. Tough loss. It, I mean, it hurts everybody um, in our room losing a Super Bowl. You know, we, we had opportunity to win that, and we came up short. But win or lose, I mean, this today doesn't change how I feel about our team. I'm real proud of the guys, what they did all year. Proud of what they did today. Kansas City played a good game. They were better than us today. And um, we can deal with that, but we're obviously pretty disappointed. All right, so let's all go back then. Yeah. 
Jason, you have a unique perspective because you had beaten the Mahomes machine in the AFC title game. Yep. You watched them go on to win the Super Bowl. When you're watching that as a player at home, are you saying, like, this is the first of many. We're, this might be a dynasty starting here. It was scary because you go. You talked about the AFC Championship game. Before that, earlier in that season, we played Mahomes in 2018. It was a Sunday night football game, and we won that game 43-40. to 40, and oh. It was just Mahomes rolling out to the right. We had, I think it was two interceptions in that game. Hightower and Deron Harmon intercepted one in the end zone. He was going up and down the field. We were forcing him to kick field goals. And you fast forward, we played him again in the AFC Championship game, and we felt like we had their number. We come out, come with a brand-new defense. We completely shut them down in the first half. Second half comes out, Mahomes is mm -hmm. balling. And then 2019, they beat us. So at that time, you knew. And then 2018, this crazy stats Mahomes has. MVP, you're like, this guy is going to be a problem in the league, but I couldn't have imagined the kind of takeover that they've had. Remember 2019, Lamar Jackson was the MVP. He took the league by storm. They were undefeated. They were absolutely rolling. Tom Brady was still in the NFL, so it wasn't as if we just thought Mahomes is going to get in here and he's going to start beating everybody. Aaron Rodgers was still balling out and LaFleur had just got to Green Bay. So there were so many other factors that it was hard to imagine like, all right, it was going to be this dominant and we're going to be having conversations this soon about, hey, he's on a trajectory to be better than Tom Brady. So at that time, you knew that he was going to be special. He was going to be a problem. But I couldn't have imagined like he was just going to come take over and ruin so many other quarterbacks' dreams of getting to that stage and holding that Lombardi. I think that uh, you certainly looked at it as the start of something special. I think that, that may be the best way to say it. The fact that he had the season that he had, and then he put an exclamation point on it by winning the Super Bowl. Don't forget, too, this was 2020. This was at the height of the NFL. We were in Miami. It is the most packed radio row that I think I've ever been a part of. I mean, you were stacked on top of each other. The hotels were so packed. Bill Belichick's room was right next to me and my wife's. Every morning, we'd get up to go to breakfast, and there's Bill, and walk down to the, true? Walk down to the elevator. He's just chatting with my wife about off-season stuff. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, COVID hits, like three weeks later. Yeah. Like, the world ends. Like, how many people got COVID at the Miami Super Bowl with how packed it was? We don't know. I got sick, probably. That's just how it was. So, you knew something special was happening. You just didn't quite know what it ultimately was going to look like. It just flat out showcased. But what I know it did do is it made other teams reevaluate what they had to do with the quarterback. Oh, yeah. Plain and simple. Patrick Mahomes did that because Jimmy Garoppolo missed that throw. And because of that, there was a domino effect everywhere throughout the league. You better have a quarterback that could compete and beat Patrick Mahomes. And that, li that list is short but distinguished. Don't you think that missing that throw led to the Niners going for Trey Lance? I yes. Do. They totally. wanted to make a home run. They had to. They, went, they tried to go get their Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And it did it throughout the league, too, to every other place. But it is a short and distinguished list, too. It's Tom Brady, right? Twice yeah. has beat Patrick Mahomes. And it's Joe Burrow. Right. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That is it. So, you know, I thought Kyle would get my Top Gun reference there, you know, uh, you know, short but distinguished. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. Yeah. Uh, I was for sure thinking you'd get it. But we just, I don't I've been relate. On, I've, I've like been I haven't been on the show in a while. Uh, <laughs> the thing that, he, that, they, that he's done that I think has been the most impressive is he made the league change mm. for him uh -huh. to try to beat him and no one's been able to do it since no doubt. I mean it was no one can actually look at that question and say like I absolutely think the Chiefs are going to be in the Super Bowl competing four out of the next five years yeah. I'm sorry no. unless you live and you're the owner of Joe's barbecue I just don't think that you had that gut feeling about it it is so hard to get to this point they added a game somewhere in there in the regular season there, there was a pandemic that everyone had to play through you cannot tell me that four and five that's something that you knew because that is true dynasty talk I mean and he also was dealing with to our point not the down 
downfall, but the slow decline of Tom Brady as he entered retirement and his change of team. You cannot tell me that you absolutely predicted this. However, I will acknowledge that magical sense that you were getting from Mahomes as he was. But, like, if you really knew that was going to happen, then you should have put some money down on yeah, it. Yeah, nobody knew that. But, like, to Jason's point, it was still, like, the Tom Brady Patriots League was still a thing. Yeah. They were the dynasty. Yeah. Also, like, there was a massive prejudice against Andy Reid in big games at that point. We don't remember Ooh. that. I think there was some lingering stuff about Mahomes coming out of the draft that people thought, ah, this Texas Tech thing is crazy. And yet I remember there was a real intoxication with what they were doing. It felt fresh. It felt like they had next. Even Mahomes. Mahomes played different. He, he looked different. He talked different. He acted It was like, I've never seen anything like this before. And we're not even getting into the whole Tyreek factor. Tyreek was a massive sensation. So it felt a little bit like they have next. And the fact that they capped it from coming from behind, it felt like destiny and it was in Miami. It really did feel like, I don't think this is the last time they're going to be here. I remember it. And it's like, Schrager was like drunk off his yeah. ass about this. I mean, Peter was like on one completely. And he was right. And it, it, they did have next and they still do. I'm not classically trained on the draft, how to draft a quarterback in the best position possible, but was that not one of the first examples of like you draft a guy, make him wait to make sure he's ready because you had an oh, Alex yeah. Smith sitting there? The like, that's the one. And then you see other teams trying to model it. Yeah. So, like, it is kind of cool to see that that is all part of this pathway as well for the Chiefs and their epic last five years. Coming up, head coaches have been introduced in LA and Seattle. We're going to hear from them both Jim Harbaugh, Mike McDonald. All right. Harbaugh, you know, he's had to leave his chickens behind, but. You know, he's got to go to sunnier pastures. Ted Lasso guy. Big, Big Ted Lasso guy. And he compared himself to Morgan Freeman and Shawshank. <laughs> Harbaugh's captain content, always. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Will Sullivan. It's news time, people. The Commanders definitely deciding to stay in a division for their new head coach as NFL Network Insiders Ian Rappaport and Tom Pellicero both reporting Dan Quinn will be the next head coach in Washington. Quinn has spent the past three seasons as the Cowboys defensive coordinator where he led them to two top 12 finishes in total defense. This is Quinn's second go-around as a head coach after being the head man for the Falcons 
for six seasons, of course, leading them to one Super Bowl appearance. In other coaching news, Panthers new head coach Dave Canales introduced to the Carolina media on Thursday. Of course, big topic was the future quarterback Bryce Young and his plan to get the best out of the former number one overall pick. Some of the other things that kind of come to mind thinking about the quarterbacks that I've worked with over the last couple of years is we are going to become what Bryce is great at in the past game. We're going to grow to the capacity that he can handle. There's got to be a commitment and a discipline about that. There was a growth curve there with Baker. Here's where we're at today. Based on the information we have, let's get into these situations to see where he looks most confident when I see that back foot planted in the ground and that ball rips out of there without any hesitation. I know we got something. Let's find more of those. Let's put it in three different personnels and a couple formations and motions. As offensive coordinator of the Bucks, Canales helped lead Baker Mayfield to his best statistical season of his career. So, Jamie, the hope is they can do the same for Young, who, like it or not, will be compared to C.J. Stroud throughout his career. Forever tethered. Someone at the table knows what it's like to be tethered to the pick that went before yeah. you and the one that came right after you. Jim Harbaugh, sure. thank you, Will, so much. Jim Harbaugh, another coaching hire in this cycle, is settling into his new job as the Chargers head coach. He spoke with our very own Bridget Condon yesterday after he spoke with the media about his transition back into the NFL. As we take a listen to that. Jim, you just win a national championship earlier this month. You've already been to the NFL, so why return to the NFL? Why the Chargers? Why now? Just gratitude, really. I mean, a tremendous opportunity to be uh, with the Chargers. Superstar quarterback, shining star, all pros pro, and Derwin, James, and it's just so many guys, you know, uh, and the, mainly the Fanless family. And there's going to be respect there, and, uh, and we're going to look to earn ours. I mean, it's going to be Humble and hungry, but uh, you know, earn uh, respect by by how we play and winning. Uh, and I know that's something that we're gonna you know, have to do here in in uh, Los Angeles. I mean, it's a, it's a town that by your talent, by your effort, you will be known, and by winning. Uh, so that's, uh, that's what we'll be working for on a daily basis. A lot of people are concerned about the chickens and how they get here to Los Angeles. Yeah. Are they coming? How are you bringing them here? Uh, so it's so good. Uh, so uh, there's there's a gal in Michigan who is, has has a record for the the oldest living chicken, 26 years old. So reached out to my wife uh, and offered to to take my chickens. So they're not I'm, coming. Uh, no, I think they're going to stay and uh, stay with the person who has the record for wow. the, the longest living chicken. Well, isn't that convenient? Just a quick reviewer of that. Uh, it was a few years ago during the college football season that uh, Jim Harbaugh proclaimed that he wouldn't eat chicken because they're a nervous bird. Okay. Uh, he only eats meat. And then he bought chickens at Tractor Supply, and he said, I've totally changed my tune on chickens. They are a low-maintenance, high-production animal. They lay an egg every 26, 27 hours, and all you need to do is give them water and food and heat. They are happy to see him when they when he would come home from work. So okay. loves the chickens now, but it is convenient, of course, that he was able to find this woman who has a record holder in the chicken category. Sure. Just to Oof. clear that up. They're Harbaugh. delicious, too, by the way. They, yeah, well, and they're not nervous, and they don't make you nervous if you consume them. <laughs> I don't care them. if they are. Right. Ryan, you and Jim were teammates back in 99 and 2000. Was he like that as a teammate? Yeah, he <laughs> Jim Harbaugh is very eccentric, okay, is the, is the best way. Let's to get into it, Ryan. He's very eccentric. <laughs> but I tell you what, he may be the most competitive person I've ever met, okay? Hmm. And that speaks to him as a head coach. He comes in at the end of his career, really, really to try to stabilize a very, you know, unstable quarterback situation in San Diego at the time. And he taught me how to be a professional quarterback. Now, 
you think that's an easy thing to do when you step into that role. No, I, it isn't. To do the right thing, to do the things you're supposed to do every single day, uh, to prepare yourself to get ready to play every single week. He did that for me. And though my talents diminished throughout, I learned to be a better teammate because of Jim Harbaugh. And that, I think, elongated my career. And, and still to this day, we're still good ah. friends. That was just a couple weeks ago in, in Baltimore. Ah. I was on the sideline calling Great. the game. And uh, Coach Harbaugh was there. I didn't really dive too deep on where he may be going. I think we yeah. talked about that, hey, no matter where you're at, just make sure I, I get a I get a chance to come out and talk to the team uh, in the fall. And, and he kind of gave me a little wink, nod, nod, that the yeah. Chargers were in play. Awesome. I talked to Dean Spanos earlier this year, too. He was high on the possibility that if Jim Harbaugh came. This is the one thing I think about Jim Harbaugh, too, in terms of what he wants to do offensively. Austin Eckler's a big part of what that could be with them running the football, but I do think that Saquon Barkley is going to be at the top of his list in oh, terms yeah. of what he wants to do with the running back position with him being at free age. I think they can franchise tag him again, which I'm a... But yeah, that's, that's it, a lot of money. That's a lot of money, but it's something I know that Jim Barbaugh wants to do. He wants to run the football, cool. and he wants to use those guys down the field with play action. I love how, like, how, starstruck he is with Justin Herbert right how does now. That, how yeah. do you think that'll impact Justin Herbert? Because he's a guy, we've seen him breaking records, throwing the ball all around the field, and you just said Saquon running the football. What impact do you think that'll have on Justin Herbert? He wants to win. Mm -hmm. it, Justin and Jim are cut from the same cloth. Now, they're not as eccentric in terms of how they go about their business, but they are cut from the same competitive cloth that, that it needs to be a, a professional quarterback. Justin just wants to win. He wants to play in playoff games. He wants to play in meaningful football games late in the year, and he wants to go up against Patrick Mahomes and find a way to do it. And, uh, and, and I think Jim Harbaugh is the perfect opportunity for that. I don't know if there were many other spots maybe for him to land other than the Chargers was a perfect place for it. Mm -hmm. Him coming home, they've kind of went back to the nostalgia of that, of him playing yeah. while he was there. We were horrible. When we went 1-15. You know, it's, it, it is what it is. But he is back. He is an incredible head coach. And now as he told me, he can sit at the big boys table at home with the mm -hmm. rest of the Harbaugh's with being a championship court uh, coach. He wants one at the next level. He had a chance. He went against his brother. Hopefully, mm -hmm. now that they're in the same uh, conference, he won't have to deal with something like that again. I think they're going to win 11 games next year. I've said it already. I'd be surprised yeah, if they yeah, don't. Yeah. He has immediate impact everywhere he goes, and he has a good roster. I, I think they'll win 11 games in 2024. I'm just so thankful. I'm so I have so much gratitude for Jim Harbaugh reentering our ranks. Just in the in the first second, he's the head coach. It's just Ted Lasso. It's Shawshank. It's this bizarre thing about chickens. Just bizarre. bizarre. Like, if you think Mike McDaniel's press conferences were good, <laughs> I'm telling you, Harbaugh makes Mike McDaniel look like Bill Belichick. This, this is going to be a great horn of plenty of content from this man. And I think he's going to win. Like, most yeah, importantly, yeah. guys, it's hard out here in the streets sometimes, year-round NFL coverage. We don't tune out after the Super Bowl. Thank God for Jim Harbaugh. I love you, sir. Rest his soul, it has a Mike Leach feel to it when he used to approach the podium and you would ask him, like, amongst the Pac-12 mascots yeah. who would be able to beat each other up, and he would go on for mm. seven minutes about how the battles would be waged between these animals. It's fantastic. Mm. I see Harbaugh doing the same stuff. Yeah, and then he wins, like, at yes. a huge high level. I love that weirdo. I'm so excited he's back. <laughs> the best. CBS uh, on their Instagram put out a, a warning that was that image of Harbaugh looking up the way he was looking up at Justin Herbert when he met him. He's like, warning, we will be using this for the next yeah, five years. Yeah. Like, this is over and over and over again. Yeah, the Charger social media content. is like the cheekiest one in the league. They're, gonna, yeah. they're always way into it. So yep. they'll, they'll, they'll be ready to roll. Exactly. Speaking of cheeky, more fun came out of Orlando yesterday. Uh, we're going to break down the best for last night's Pro Bowl game. All right. Straight ahead. Baker Mayfield, what did you get into? He and C.J. Stroud had a battle. They yeah. did. Really cool. Yeah. Strategy and all. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was riveted. 
And then there's just Kelsey just, just spiking and just missing. Yep. He went through the five every time. <laughs>